Hello friends, welcome to another edition of Life with Perry Martins. My name is Perry Martins and uh, uh, this, is, uh, <laughs> this is my podcast where I share some of the thoughts going on in my mind. And uh, this morning, there's something I was discussing with a friend and I'm going to share it. I'm trying to title it well, uh, properly, um, how the church has enabled illegitimacy. How the church has enabled illegitimacy. I think that is what I'm going to title it. How the church has enabled illegitimacy. Now, I keep saying it over and over again that if 50% of our population in Nigeria are Christians and we still have the level of insecurity, the level of poverty, the level of irresponsibility that is going on in our world, in our world, in Nigeria, then something is wrong with the gospel that we are preaching currently. If we still have, if the the light of the gospel of Christ, that 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 is what the gospel is about, the light. If if this gospel that we are preaching is not able to help have us go into progress, prosperity, have all our young people gainfully employed, have us having a good society where there are less people in prison because there is less crime in a country where fifty percent. I am. I'm not, I don't want to talk about Muslims now because I am not a Muslim. And I don't know how that's, I don't understand exactly how that space operates, even though I, I, I have a bit of knowledge, but I don't want to talk about that because they say that charity begins at home. So you start from your own house to begin to correct yourself. And I'm a Christian, so I will start from our own house to begin to correct. If 50%, according to the Pew's research, on population that that about 50% of Nigerians are Christian if 50% of Nigerians are Christian and we still have a failed economy literally a failed state in Nigeria it means that the gospel we are preaching something is wrong with the gospel we are preaching something is not wrong with God something is not wrong with the price that Jesus paid something is wrong with how we have understood all that the scriptures are saying and how we are interpreting it to people all of us that are pastors something is wrong with it something is wrong with it the church has enabled illegitimacy in the way in what we teach the church has enabled poverty now, you might not like what I'm trying to say, but that is the truth. If, if the gospel that we are preaching is not producing physical results in our nation as a whole, it means that there are some persons amongst us in this, in this church in Nigeria who are doing something wrong and they are in the position to change things and they are not changing it. I remember when I was seven as a youth copper, we went to um, CAC Orioke 
one of the uh, CSC, uh, CSC Oroki. I can't remember specifically the name of that CSC, but one of the mountains, uh, there's a CSC church around there, somewhere in Ibadan. And we went there for a retreat, um, Nigerian Christian Corpus Fellowship, um, at that year in Oyo State. We went there for a retreat. And after one of the sessions, around mid-morning, I decided to take a walk around the compound of that CAC. It was a very big CAC church with a lot of small, small hills and rocks where people go and pray. There's a lot of emphasis about going to the mountain to pray among Christendom in Nigeria. There's a lot of emphasis on going to the mountain to go and pray. You know, people, I don't know why people feel that God is in the mountain. Meanwhile, he's in your heart. So I decided to take a walk around there. And in my walking around, I came across a particular young man. I'll never forget this experience because it always, it's always my go-to example of what is wrong with the church in Nigeria. So I go to the, I, I was taking a walk. There was this young man somewhere sitting. The guy sees me and walks up to me and says, please, can I give him money that he wants to eat, that he's hungry? I look at him, he's well-dressed, and I ask him, I said, um, do you live here? And he said, no, that he came for prayers, that he's been here for about seven days or so, a couple of days, that he's, he's, he's praying. So I said, what are you praying for? He said he's praying to get a job. You know, basically he's praying to get a job. That's what he said. And I was like, do you have any qualification? He said, yes, he has a ND or HND. I think ND, that's national diploma in accounting or something like that, or business administration. I can't remember clearly this some years ago. So I said, are you here? <clears throat> Praying to get a job. He said, yes. I was annoyed. I started talking to him. I said, how can you be here praying to get a job when you should be out there submitting your CV to companies who need your service or at least create a business? There are multiple opportunities in Africa, multiple people who will need your service. Instead of staying here and be praying for God to give you a job, why don't you go out and look for job? Now, the truth is that young man is not operating in isolation. What he's doing is exactly what he has been taught. It takes a, it will take a pastor or a prophet or a spiritual leader to convince that young man who should be in his mid-twenties to come to church and be, who is educated, to come to church and be praying for God to give him job. And he's been there for days without food or water, you know. And he's asking me to give him money to go and buy food when he's supposed to be out there looking for job. How the church has enabled illegitimacy, 
how the church has enabled poverty. And this thing is not happening in isolation. Every time we in our churches are praying for people to get jobs. And now, I'm not going to put this blame squarely on the church because the church plays a minor role in the entire scheme of things as concerning the welfare of people. The majority of the responsibility and the onus is on the government and our politicians and how they have messed up the country. But the church has a role to play. The church has a role to play. The church has a role to play. Now, this young man, let's even assume that he has probably gone to look for a job and he did not get. Let me tell, say something. The reason why you don't get a job is because you are not qualified for the job. The reason why you didn't get a job, if you go out and look for a job and you have been looking, 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 you didn't find the reason is because you're not qualified for the job. They might have a certain, they might be having a, they have a certain prerequisite skill that you don't have. And who says you must get a job? You can start a business. There are several, several businesses that you can start as a young person or even as an old person. Let me tell another story to buttress my point this afternoon or this morning. I don't know anytime you're listening to this. When I was in school, 2008-2009, I remember that there was a department, there is a department in my school called office, there's a, there's a, there's a course called office management. There's a course called office management. Office management. Office management, their main course, one of their main courses is typewriting. And that typewriting is on the manual typewriter. And this was 2008, 2009. These people, this department would be, you will see them carrying around manual typewriter on their head. You'll be carrying manual typewriter around because it is their course typewriting. That person will now graduate with a HND or a BSc in office management, and what they learned, part of what they learned is man typewriting, manual typewriting. And guess what? This person will now come out and will not get their job. And guess what? They will now go to a church and a pastor or a bishop or a reverend will prophesy to them or a vicar, whoever, will prophesy to them that, oh, you are going to get a job. You are going to get a job. I prophesy you are going to get a job. Whose job are they going to get? They are not qualified for it. They are mates in other countries and in other places. They are learning computer. Microsoft Word packages, Microsoft Office. That is what they learned. That is what they are learning. That is what they are doing. And that one will now come. And you will now come to the same interview with the person that was learning computer. And computer, modern day office management. 
and you that come with your archaic one, you will not come and sit in the same interview room with them. How can you succeed? And then some pastor will tell you that you will get it by favor. And you will now come and now get a job you are not qualified for. And the person that employed you will now be angry because something entered their head and then they, they give you the job. But you cannot do the job. You can't do the job. We are enabling illegitimacy. We are enabling illiteracy by imposing the power of God over legitimate and literate things. Somebody is not qualified for a position of authority or a position of power, but because they are a member of your church and they are giving tithe and offering, you are now prophesying in the name of Jesus, you are going to get that job. You're going to get the leadership position. You now command all the people in your denomination to go and vote for that person. So the person will be the person is not qualified. Or somebody wants a contract and then they will come to you, Papa. I have submitted my bid for this contract and you will declare they will get it. Meanwhile, they have never done that contract in their life. They don't have a pedigree. They don't have the experience. They don't have the prerequisite team or the skills. And then they will submit. And you know it. And you will not talk to them or tell them. You will now declare and declare. And then you will prophesy. And guess what? They will now come and get it. Now, when they now get it, they will now take a big offering and come and give you as that the GO. And then what happens? They will now go and go and do a shabby job. A community has been expecting a road in their community that will aid their life, make their life better. They will now bring one human being who has never done a contract in their life who has never done that kind of contract in their life because they are just pursuing money 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 because they tell them in church you will prosper you succeed you will reap where you did not sow you will believe in houses you did not build and you they will not give the person the contract because they have never done it and the person will not come out do a shabby job and then mess up things and then do it half of course you, by the time they have sorted people out and then they will now do it and then after six months the the road and everything will be bad again you have just complicated the life of the people of the community but the church enabled you We are enabling illegitimacy. We are enabling illegitimacy. It's high time that we begin to tell ourselves the truth. Like I said, if 50% of Christians in Nigeria are Christians, like we say, and we still have corruption, we still have robbery, we still have high level of in, in iniquity, especially when it comes to the welfare of the people and our leaders who are Christians, 
they are not standing up for righteousness. We have a problem. We have a problem. We are preaching the gospel we are preaching. It's not the correct gospel. We are saying something else entirely. So we need to begin to stand up and begin to speak the truth. We need to begin to stand up and begin to speak. And all of us, I think I'm not excluding all of us. That's why I said we start, charity begins at home. All of us, we are to blame. We are to blame. All of us. We are to blame. And we need to begin to rise up. Starting from our leaders. Starting from our homes, our families. And teach our children right. And tell our children the truth. That look, the world is progressing. The world is moving. You have to be ready for it. Nobody will serve you anything on a platter. That is my thought this morning. On Life with Prayer Have an amazing day. God bless you. Bye.